Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams podcast. I'm an entrepreneur and business mentor bringing you fun and thought-provoking conversations around money, wellness, business, life, and personal development. This is the space where humor meets depth and no topic is off limits. Let's fuck shit up. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today is going to be a short and quick episode and we're going to be talking all things entrepreneurship. So I've done a couple of posts about this recently and partially that's due to the fact that I am bringing out a program. By the time this airs, you probably will already have seen it, heard of it and things like that. But the program is Entrepreneur. It is a three-week course. So It just makes sense that given that's what I'm launching, it's just a conversation that is very, very top of mind for me. And this course actually got birthed months and months and months ago. This is one of the courses that we actually had the branding good and ready to go prior to launching. Usually when I launch something, it's kind of like something that we just put together in Canva, launch some temp branding, then it goes to my graphic designer. We're already selling it with the temp branding. Then we come out with a whole new rebrand and things like that. And that's kind of been our process. If you follow me on social media, you probably have seen that process. However, with Entrepreneur, it was a little bit different because we've had it in the pipeline so long. My graphic designers have had it for a while, so they've already designed it. So we dropped it straight with the branding hot off the freaking press. But I decided to change the structure of what I was running because... I recently ran a program called Tenacity prior to Entrepreneur, and it was originally going to be the other way around. However, I started realizing I was like, Tenacity is the work that's really a huge building block for people leading into their journey of entrepreneurship. And it's really giving them a lot of the mindset foundations. And it makes sense that they would actually do that program first, because once they have the mindset blocks, they know how to move through the initiations. They really have the tools, the the mindset tools to equip them to handle entrepreneurship, what is going to be taught in entrepreneur feels like the next step and the next elevation of that. So I decided to do a last minute switcheroo and we ran tenacity first and then um, I'll be leading into entrepreneur. But getting into the episode. So I wanted to have a little bit of a conversation around entrepreneurship. And it's funny because for such a long time, I didn't want to identify with that word. I actually fucking hated the word entrepreneur. And I think that's partially due to the fact that there's a little bit of a stigma where I feel like that word lost its power for a period of time where when you would hear someone call them themselves an entrepreneur, what you would usually think is like, so you're unemployed. Well, that's what I thought of anyway. And I feel like that is kind of what came to fruition was the if when someone's like, what do you do? I'm an entrepreneur. It's like, okay, so you're unemployed. That's like literally the thought that I had. And, and I really didn't resonate with that word. And it's been over the last 12 to 18 months that that word has really come back into my vocabulary and I've really looked at it and dissected it and evolved the way in which I feel about it and use it and the frequency I feel. And in that have identified as an entrepreneur myself. So I've done a couple of Instagram posts around this, but I wanted to bring forward an entire podcast episode on it and really just like create space for that. So within the last 12 months, I've really come into a level of identifying as an entrepreneur. And I'm going to tell you why. I feel that I am an entrepreneur because I feel that I have an entrepreneurial mind and an entrepreneurial heart. And what that means for me is the way in which I do life is in alignment with someone that has 
entrepreneurship in their fucking DNA. So let's flash back to J-Dub. I'm going to say maybe seven years old. The first time I ever hustled to make money was I asked my mum if she would be okay if I picked all of the tomatoes from our veggie patch and bagged them up. And if I got a trestle table and sat out the front of the house and sold bags of our tomatoes from the veggie patch. And my mom gave me the thumbs up. She said, if that's what you want to do, go for it. So I bagged up all the tomatoes that we had. And and I did this on uh, multiple occasions. I would bag up all the tomatoes. I would get a trestle table. I would get a huge sign saying, you know, massive sign saying like tomatoes, one, something like $2 a bag, or I don't know, a dollar a bag or two for whatever it was, $1.50. I don't know, something where it was like a good deal. I was hustling. And um, I remember on a couple of occasions, my brother came out and, and one of my brothers, Kyle, came out and sat with me and sold the tomatoes with me. But I remember just thinking like, yep, cool. I'm going to sell these tomatoes. I'm going to make like five bucks. That's going to give me money to like get a toy. Like I just remember having that mindset of how can I give my time, my energy, or how can I get creative and innovative with a way that I can make money? And at only seven years old, I was like, well, we've got veggies in the veggie patch. Mum loves the veggie patch, but we don't use heaps of the veggies from the veggie patch. Like surely she's okay giving me a few tomatoes. And and that was my mindset. And I remember even younger than that, you guys are going to laugh. This is where my entrepreneurship first fucking started. I was hustling the fairies. I was hustling the fairies. I kid you fucking not. So when I was younger, I'm going to say maybe around, I reckon between the ages of four to six years old, I really believed in fairies, like probably younger, starting from like three. But Around this time, four or five years old, I really, really believed in fairies and my mum would go along with it and I would like talk to fairies and I would write, like I had my own fairy called Ruby and I would write her a letter and Ruby would write me a letter back. Of course, it was my mum was Ruby writing me the letters back, but I would like talk to the fairies and things like that. And then I had an idea. I was like, I'm going to create a carnival for the fairies. And what I did was I set up, I got my brother's uh, train set and I set up like a train and I got, I had like a Barbie Mr. Whippy van. So I got the Barbie Mr. Whippy van, opened that up. I got horses, like, you know, like the Barbie horses. Like I basically got all Barbie things plus a train set. And I put up all these little signs and it was like train ride, 10 cents, ice cream cone from the Mr. Whippy van, five cents, horse ride, 20 cents. And I had all these signs that if they wanted to get an ice cream, go on the train, that they could pay for it. It was a carnival you had to pay for. And I would go to sleep and I would leave the carnival out. And in the morning I would wake up and there would be uh, trinkles of silver coins everywhere. So, and I would go, mom, 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 oh my gosh, look, like the fairies must have done three train rides and they had four ice creams. And like, and I truly believe that every night while I was sleeping, the fairies were coming into my bedroom to play at the carnival and I was fucking charging them. I didn't set them up a free carnival. They had to pay for it. This is literally where my mind started as young as five years old. I was hustling the fucking fairies. My poor mum every night having to go into my room when I was sleeping and like put out all these little silver coins for me so that I felt like the fairies came. And I remember specifically, so funny, I remember one morning waking up and there was no coins there and being so sad and saying to mum, 
oh, the fairies didn't come. And I remember mum's face and she's like, oh, maybe they're away. But she must have just forgot that night. It was so funny. But I wanted to give you guys context. So we've got Jessie at friggin' four or five years old, setting up a carnival, making the fairies pay for it. Fast forward to around seven, eight years old, bagging up the tomatoes and and sitting on, and mind you, I lived on a main road, like a main, main road where I lived. It used to be a hundred kilometers an hour and it got dropped down to an 80 kilometer zone. But I'm talking like cars whizzing past and they would like, I would see brake lights come on and then like get out of their car and then do the walk back. Like they must have been going past, realized what they saw, slowed down and and they would be willing to come back and buy tomatoes off me. And it was a great time, but they were really good tomatoes. They were organic and they were a bargain price. So everyone was happy. But really that's where it, it started for me was really seeing myself of where I could through opportunity capitalize off something. And I had fun doing both. I loved setting up the carnival for the fairies and I love selling bags of tomatoes and then I think around my first job at at 14 at Charcoal Chicken I fucking love my job and then I got a job at Forever New and then T2 and I love my jobs like I've always been someone who loved working and um, I've always had strong work ethic every single role I've ever had in my life I've had strong work ethic and even when I went to uni with the intention of getting into the corporate world in the world of PR my long-term vision at that time because I originally studied journalism and then I changed into PR. But when I was studying journalism slash PR, my goal was to work my way up the corporate ladder, get as many experience in roughly five to six years as I could. And my long, long, long long-term goal was eventually I'm going to own my own magazine. So I wanted to own like my own Clio or Cosmo or something like that. That was my goal was like one day I'm going to be in like a four, I'm going to own like a four-story office building in the CBD and there's going to be editors and photographers and designers and like I pictured myself being in charge of like 150 staff like that was really my vision I was always a big dreamer even when I was really younger I thought I was going to be an author and things like that so I've always just seen possibility and I've always known that I was going to end up doing something for myself I just didn't know it was going to be what I'm what I'm currently doing however fast forward to now and today and me being within the coaching industry I don't just identify as a coach and while I love coaching and I love mentorship, I also love business. So it's very, very fitting for me that I'm a business coach. And I have seen a lot of people do business coaching because they have a skill set um, within business, but it's not necessarily a passion for business or a passion for like like where work ethic comes easy to them. So I really started like identifying two separate people where it was like, hey, it feels like these people just have a set skill set and they can, you know, capitalize off that skill set. And then there's other people that are like, it's purely passion, right? It's passion. And then within that, I started seeing stuff around like freedom-based business versus entrepreneurship, like things like that. And I was really in this realm of, okay, well, what's my description of that? Like, what, how do I view freedom-based business versus entrepreneurship? And I want to start this off by saying that there are many other descriptions of this and I don't actually believe there's a wrong or right description. So when I talk about freedom-based business is this and entrepreneurship is this, that doesn't mean that that's what freedom-based business or that's what entrepreneurship is. It's my definition of it and you're going to find other definitions and they all get to be right and perfect and coexist. But for my ability to articulate and and create an energy of separation where it's really highlighting what entrepreneurship is, this is the language that I have come up with to articulate and create difference. So to me, someone who's running a freedom-based business is someone who is wanting a business 
and they can capitalize off something as an opportunity to create freedom freedom-based business, right? And that can be freedom in a few different ways. That can be financial freedom. It can be emotional freedom. It can be, yeah, like time, energy, emotion, whatever. So that can obviously mean money. I want financial freedom. I want to be able to buy what I want, go where I want, travel and things like that. It can be time freedom. So it can be, I don't want to have to work 40 hours a week. I want to be able to set my own hours, have my own time. I want to be able to like set when I'm taking time off and be in and out of my business as much as I please. And it can also be more mental, emotional, where it's like, you know, I want to be creative. I don't want to have my own boss. I want to make the rules and things like that. But basically it's, I want to be in the the driver's seat where I can create freedom in my life time freedom, financial freedom, whatever the freedom is. It's I want freedom. So the main goal is freedom and their business is the catalyst that allows them to get freedom and create freedom for themselves. And that's fucking incredible. Like the fact that we're in, you know, 2023 and we're in an era where so many people get to be their own boss. Um, they get to uh, create businesses, have financial freedom, work their own hours. And even people who, you know, are employees and things like that, where seeing because of this a rise in more people being able to work remotely and things like that. It's just really, really cool. So I love that. And I think that's perfect. And I think this is really good for someone that just wants to be able to travel, have a really good lifestyle where they can afford what they want. They can afford to get the organic, you know, groceries. They can afford to splash on a designer bag here and there. Um, Basically, they can live an abundant life without feeling super restricted. And the primary goal is for them to just live their life and then they happen to have a business. So let's come into how I view that entrepreneurship is different. Entrepreneurship is where I view almost like emerging between business and lifestyle where they are one and the same. And that doesn't mean that you are your business and you live and you breathe it. It's not hustle culture. It's not any of that. What I am saying though is that people who are entrepreneurs get fucking joy and satisfaction out of growing their business. So it's not like I have to create content. I have to do this to build my business. It's like, I want to. It's like, if I have spare time, like that actually brings me joy. And for some people playing tennis on the weekend might bring them joy. For other people, creating content or or whatever, working on their business is what brings them joy. And people that don't understand that can often place a lot of projections on entrepreneurs that they're hustling, that they work too hard, that they don't have a fucking life when they don't realize that's actually just what they want to do. And they're very, very content with their life. And, and their life actually feels very fulfilling when that's how they're spending their time. So to me, an entrepreneur isn't someone who's just wanting freedom or to set their own hours. There's someone who wants to build something because they're fucking hungry for the build. They they love business and they're not just, as an example, I'm going to come into my role and I'm going to use something different because I'm obviously a business mentor, but let's go back to when I was doing mindset coaching, right? Someone who just wants maybe a freedom-based business, they're good at mindset coaching. So the main thing they want to do is just coach clients on their mindset, but they happen to need to know how to do business in order to coach clients. Because if they don't know how to do business, they're not going to get clients and they can't do the mindset coaching. But the main thing that they want to be able to do, they need to do business, hear that, they need to be able to do business to an extent so they can get the clients in to do what they actually want to be doing, which is mindset coaching. And the revenue and the business model that they set up through the mindset coaching gives them the freedom to go and do what they want to do, whether it is financial, time-based, whatever. 
versus an entrepreneur. And let's use the example of a mindset coach again. Yes, they want a mindset coach and yes, they're good at mindset coaching, but they also want to do business. So they're not doing business just so they can mindset coach. They're mindset coaching and building a business. It's a very, very different energy where it's like, yeah, I'm really, really good at this skill, but what I'm actually incredible at is building a business and they want to be able to build. So when I look at myself, I don't have this one thing where I'm like, I'm going to mindset coach for the rest of my life. You know, I have my business coaching business. I have also started a product-based business with my best friend, which I can't reveal any more about that yet. Um, There's a lot of things in the pipeline, but I'll reveal more about that later. So that's not a business coaching business. It's a product-based business and, and I'm really going to be building that. I've looked at other opportunities of, you know, wealth creation and money pathways. I've invested in my first uh, commercial investment um, property. So my mind is really always built towards like money pathways, business, leveraging, compounding, like that's how my mind works because I'm an entrepreneur. I am not doing business so I can buy some fucking Prada bags. I'm not doing businesses so I can travel without a boss saying no. I'm not doing a business so that I can have more time XYZ. I'm in my business because I fucking love it. I fucking love it. And This is really where I started noticing a difference between those in freedom-based business because those in freedom-based business typically have a skill and a craft. And as a result of that, they have something that they're good at that they can then build a business to give them freedom versus entrepreneurs build a business because they love business and they're good at business. So it's two two very, very different energies. So that's really, really where I wanted to kind of like explain the difference to you guys. And maybe even in listening to this, you've started to identify which category you fall in. If you want so much more on this conversation, I actually have a free masterclass available called Big Business. We go so much more deeply into this conversation. You can go to my website, www.jessiewilliams.com.au. Go to masterclasses and you can put in your details and get access to Big Business, instant access. It's completely free. It's all about this conversation. So if you're loving this conversation and you don't have that masterclass, I recommend you go and get it because it's fucking free and it's epic and and it will just really help you you feel lit up. Even if you're someone who doesn't identify as an entrepreneur and you're feeling like you're maybe more the freedom-based business are, you will still get more out of that masterclass. I had people come out of that masterclass saying, oh my gosh, I've been trying to move like an entrepreneur when actually I want a freedom-based business. And like they felt so relieved and they really started looking at where they can stop following other people's model of success or other people's business model and start updating a business model that actually works for them based on the business that they actually want to have. So it doesn't matter. And And I really want to say this, whilst I feel like I fall into the category of entrepreneurship, I have clients that are entrepreneurs and I have clients that want a freedom-based business. I help you build your business regardless. So neither is wrong, right, superior, inferior. They're just two different things. I'm just talking about entrepreneurship because one, that's what I am and have a lot of experience because I can speak from that because I feel it within my body. And two, I'm launching a fucking course called Entrepreneur. So it it just makes sense. So I don't want you guys to think that one is right and entrepreneurship is better than freedom-based business. Absolutely fucking not. They are both absolutely incredible and I'm an advocate for both. So now that we've got that out of the way, the next thing that I will say, and this is why I'm running entrepreneur, because the next thing I came into was, okay, so there's those that want to have a freedom-based business. There's those that are entrepreneurs. Within entrepreneurship, 
when you have that fire within you, sometimes you have that that energy, that drive, that creativity, that that stimulation and activation where you want to be creative, you want to be innovative, you want to be building your business. But sometimes you're like, but what the fuck do I do? Right? What do I do? Um, and I don't mean what's my purpose and what business should I run. I mean, even within your business, it's like, I know I want more. I know I, it, you know, it might be a Saturday and it's like, I feel like fucking working, but like, what do I do? And, and you can feel like you lack a bit of direction. So where entrepreneur was birth was I really found and looked at entrepreneurship and I realized that there are three core archetypes that really get activated within entrepreneurship. And when you can activate and tap into these three different archetypes, it really optimizes your performance as an entrepreneur and gives you more clarity and more direction. So those three archetypes are the architect, right? Which like let your mind play with that how you want to, but the architect. The second one is the dreamer. And the third one is the CEO. So when we're able to know when we should be tapping in and out of each of these archetypes, the the architect, the dreamer, and the CEO, we really allow ourselves to optimize our performance. And we realize that there's a part of us in entrepreneurship where we do somewhat have to wear different hats and we need to be able to move through each of these archetypes, sometimes simultaneously, but also knowing when one is going to have to come out and forward and when one's going to have to take a backseat for a while. And this is what entrepreneur is all about. It's going to be really about activating those archetypes. So if you're interested in that program, that will be dropping very, very, very soon. But my main intention for today's episode was really to just bring forward this conversation and for you guys to start having a think about what you feel you identify as. Do you identify as the entrepreneur? Do you identify as the freedom-based business? When you do, You're going to allow yourself to give yourself permission to build the business that makes you happy as opposed to following fucking strangers on the internet and trying to fit in a box and model someone else's version of success. Because if you want a freedom-based business and you're modeling an entrepreneur's business model, you're in for a bad time. If you are an entrepreneur, but you're trying to do things like someone building a freedom-based business, you're in for a bad fucking time. So that's not to say that if you want a freedom-based business, you can't work with someone who identifies as an entrepreneur and vice versa, because anyone that is a business coach period, whether they're a business coach with a freedom-based business, and and I know of a few, or if they're a a business coach with that that more identifies as an entrepreneur, their skill is in business and, and their skill should be, and whilst they're totally business coaches that aren't and teach you one way, one method, one formula, if they are good at what they do, if they're they're more in a, a coaching and a mentorship role, they should be able to support you in you finding what works best for you and you building a business that aligns with what you actually want to be building and what you want to be creating. So, it really is just something for you to start getting curious about of like, what does it look like for me to come back into more alignment with my own vision, my own path, who you are as a person, the kind of business that you want to run and build, and then making sure that you're making decisions, everything from your business model, your strategy, your moves, your lifestyle, you're really making sure that it's actually aligning with who you are and what you want to be doing rather than somebody else, just because you've seen them be successful in XYZ. Because you can absolutely be successful in both versions. So I hope this just kind of opened your mind and and really just gave you permission to start doing things more your way. That's very much my intention. And I'm really, really excited to see what comes for you guys from this episode. 